0: Deadly Diva, aka Chakra Khan, aka Gundam Wing Liger, aka Yoko Ono, aka Full Metal Smack-A-Chick, and welcome to Outlaw Bars, where we talk about everything that is great and not so great in the world of anime. And as always, I have with me...
1: Hey friends, it's Shu Trevor Belmont's baby mother. How are ya? Hey everyone, it's Tam.
0: It's, it's just me this week.
1: No AKAs. No, that's fine,
0: I, I guess, because you did enough damage last week. Oh, um, god, whatever. Listen, okay,
1: <laughs> banged in the butt by my butt. You're never gonna live that down. Never, yeah. ever,
0: ever, never. Ever, I mean, ever. I didn't write the but, book. Ever, I ever, to... but
2: ever, ever, I was just trying to inform the people of the literature that's out there. The fact that you called it literature, get out, <laughs> get hey. out. I didn't. I didn't write it, so whatevs.
0: But you presented it to the masses.
2: That's... It was kind of related to what we were talking about, and so I felt like it was appropriate to drop in. And also, if I have to suffer, I'm going to make the family suffer with me.
0: That's not how and love works. I also want to
2: know. I also want to know how many of you all googled it after I mentioned it on here. Let your girl know. Nope. No, 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 no. You know what? Do that in her DMs. Don't no, don't bring don't, that to the ass
0: of us. Don't bring it to no, the rest of us.
2: Actually, don't do that in my DMs. You can just simply at me. That's fine. I don't want I don't want you in my
1: DMs. So I can put you on a prayer list or something or even a watch list, who knows. But yeah, do let us know.
0: You know, Homeland Security has places for people like you. Just putting that out there. That sounds like a threat and I don't appreciate it. It's amazing that we weren't shut down after the last episode. I can't believe they actually let us record again. These people will learn one day. Um, But since, you know, the censors weren't able to shut us down, We figure we'll keep the anniversary shenanigans going. And this time, it is going to be all about you, our beloved listeners. Um, So what we're going to do today is we're going to dig into our Notice Me Senpai mailbag. We've got a lot of great questions from you guys that deserve way more attention than we've been giving them lately. So we want to spend just a little bit of time, you know, shouting you out via your questions. And this is a good time to remind you that if you want, you know, to ask us a question, you know, pose a query... Um you can DM us um and our on Twitter and that's at OutlawBars Pod, or you can email us. Um and the email address is outlawbars at com. You know, send in your question and you too may get us to answer them. Who knows? Maybe kind of, sorta. Alrighty. So we have two questions to start off with. Um they're from different listeners. One is from Jeff via email, and one is from um I don't know how to say this, sweetie, so I'm going to spell it. It's C H E R F I L F on Twitter. I have no idea what those letters are supposed to sound like, so um, begging your pardon. They kind of go together, so I'm going to lump them together. Um, one, is, the first one is from Jeff. What character on a long-running series did you carry water for, and they never quite put it all together? Coupled with, what show have you watched that fell short of excellent and never quite hit its mark?
2: hmm damn um you know Ichigo kind of got on my nerves a little bit in Bleach like because there were moments where you just like god damn it get it together Ichigo um so I'm gonna go with him I'm gonna have to come back to the the second part someone else go with the first part though
1: Okay, a character that I held water for but somehow couldn't really get it together and just like stick with me, Saber. But not because she is like inherently bad, but like, you know, in the various seasons, the one where old boy like falls in love with her. Yeah. Saber is a fucking badass. I don't know why she just didn't knock this dumb boy in his temple and tell him, you know, like, I'm the boss. I'm the king of Camelot. Fuck you mean instead it felt like she kind of like 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 she defaulted or deferred to him and i'm like sabre you're better than this you're better than him you're stronger than him but like he's out here putting himself at risk and i'm like why did you allow any of this like just tie him up and throw him someplace it's fine it would be fine also she was much
2: older than him so it was very weird
1: right like it it's almost like she and I know how, like, if you grew up in a family where you, like... There's sometimes where, like, when you're by yourself, you're, like, that bitch, okay? Like, you you have it all together. But there's some scenarios where you kind of regress. And I felt like being in that kind of scenario with him, she immediately regressed. And it's like, why, though? As a king, you command, like, a million people. Like, a million men who are willing to die for you. And, like, like Tam said, you're old, okay? Like... Easily, you are several hundred years older than him. So, what the fuck is the deal? It was disappointing, and I guess maybe less her, but in more like the way the character was written. But I was just like Saber, you're better than this.
0: Also, I think for me, one of the characters that kind of I was rooting for her the whole time, and she couldn't quite do what I needed her to do. And that would be Kagura from Inuyasha. Um, now granted, um naraku was holding her heart so um her movements were somewhat limited but once she found out that like his sight and his reach wasn't as good as she thought it was like i needed her to do more to kind of secure her freedom and i understand that you know she was protecting kana and she at some point was also protecting kohaku but i wanted more for her because her ending was one of the saddest things i've seen in anime where like she's been stabbed through the chest um, and she's in this field of flowers and she, Seshomaru comes upon her and she's had this thing for, for Seshomaru since the first time she she laid eyes on him and I don't blame her because Seshomaru is Seshomaru and you know he's standing there looking down on her and because she's um, a bit she's a half demon so like he doesn't really see her as his equal but she still holds him in such high regard and she says something to the effect of you know, I can die happy now because the last thing that she sees before she dies is a Shomaru. And I'm like, and I'm like, girl, like you have, like you're a wind demon. Like you're flying around on this massive feather. Like you have the dance of blades. You can control corpses. Like you can do a whole lot of shit. And you just don't realize the totality of your potential. And it kind of made me sad.
1: Isn't that like disappointing when ladies like they have it all together and it's like, The shit falls apart at the end over, like, a man? Like, ugh, gross.
0: It's like, well, that's one thing that I will give Kagura. Like, she wasn't, like, her primary motivation wasn't Seshomaru, but she's like, you know, if I'm going to be doing all this shit, it would be nice to have somebody warm to cuddle up with underneath the furs. And she set her sights on Seshomaru, but at the time, Seshomaru was very, you know, well, pretty much a snob. Like, if you weren't a full demon of high birth, he really didn't pay you much mind. So that's that. But shows that fell short. I'm trying to think of something that I've watched where I was like...
2: Oh, fuck? I have one. I figured out mine. Um, Mine is um Kuromokuru. Like, I was with it the first season. But the second season, I just really got a- annoyed with um Yukina, the main character. One of the main characters, just because... At, she just kept being so hesitant to fight and just kept whining about it. And was, I was just like, girl, either kill or be killed. Like, stop this whining shit. And I just, the back and forth between her and the samurai dude, it just, uh, I wanted it to win. Because I kind of, I mean, I didn't like love the first season. I enjoyed it. But the second what season, K- Kurumokuru. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. The second season, it was just like, I guess, and I never finished it. Um, I mean, it didn't piss me off as much as the second season of Psychopaths, but um, this one, I was just like, yeah, I, just okay. Y'all should just ended it with the first season and let it be
1: done. It was weird with uh, Kermit Curl like. Other characters in season two, at least, started to step up more than Yukina. And it's weird when you find yourself rooting for people who are not like the main character. Like, I was more interested in the the bad guys who infiltrated like their circle and stuff like that than I was in this girl who's supposed to be somebody special. Like, I also did not finish it. Um... Yeah, she was just like
2: a whiny little kid, and I was just like, "Girl, go find some business or go fight." Like, you're doing so much with nothing. Just even talking about it now, I'm annoyed. I'm just so, I'm just, I'm just so annoyed. I'm just like, oh gosh, she was so. I have a thing with like really whiny characters. Um, you know, I get there's conflict, and you're conflicted because you don't like the violence, and you. Uh, okay but obviously they're either going to kill you or you have to kill them like if it's my life versus somebody else's life do i like like real actual violence in the real world absolutely not but you not don't get me fucked up like i'm not about to die or if, if i have something to you know i'm able to prevent it so it just pissed me off
1: so no most anime i don't I can't remember watching one where I'm just like, this is trash. Like, if I don't like it in, like, episode one or two, I just, like, quit it.
0: Yeah, that's my thing, too. Like, either it hooks me, like, in the first, like, two or three episodes, because the average anime season is 13 episodes long. So if you don't catch me within, by episode three, it probably won't catch, because it shouldn't take you half of your season to catch me. Um but I was watching, I want to say maybe two, three seasons back, um, a series called Brave Witches. And that was when we had that boom of magical girls fighting in alternate versions of World War II. And I made the mistake of watching it kind of while I was watching Saga of Tanya the Evil. And Saga of Tanya the Evil is really goddamn good. Really good. And Brave Witches... um this is going to sound odd coming from me it was just too cute for the subject matter that we were trying to handle. Um, you have a bunch of preteen, early teen girls who are fighting in a war and they age out really quickly. Like they burn out hella quick. And of course you have like this one girl who does, who's not really, you know, all that proficient, but she's really determined Kind of like Akko in, in Little Witch Academia, like not proficient at all, but hella stubborn. And it just, it just didn't do it for me. Like I trudged through because I got to maybe like episode six or seven and I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm halfway done. Let me just finish it off. But yeah, it just didn't quite reach me the way that Saga of Tanya the Evil did. Alrighty, so that is those two. Um, I hope we answered your questions sufficiently. Um, so now we go to a question from ERob for President on Twitter. Um, and it's whether elemental, spiritual, mythical, digital, or fictional, if you could be a god slash spirit, which would you choose? And what would your powers be?
1: Whoa, this is very involved.
0: You're trying to give us godlike powers. Do you know what you're asking for? Have you met
1: us? I would
2: definitely... Um, like the stuff in Bleach, even though, you know, I never finished Bleach, but that was my shit. But if you're new here, I just lost my place and I refused to try and go back to figure out where I was. So that's why I don't finish Bleach. But if I had to choose Powers, it would be, um, sh- are they Shinigami Powers? What would you? Yeah. yeah. I would have like Shinigami Powers because that shit was fine. That shit was fire. And um, just the amount of ways that you could level up in Bleach, I really liked. Um, So I definitely would choose Shinigami Powers. Because everything else, I feel like, it's cool, like, eh, it could be a magical girl, witch, yeah, yeah, but anytime you become a magical girl, it's always some little demon shit trying to end your life, and I just feel like it's too risky to be a magical girl out here, because it's always some alien creature with these terms that they never tell you about, so I'm not going to choose to be a magical girl. I could be a genie like in Imagi, but also, no, because my man was stuck as a child, and I don't, I don't want to do that. So um I'm definitely going to choose sh- ooh Shinigami powers or the kind of vampire powers that they had in Tokyo Ghoul. That intrigued me as well. You and vampirism.
1: Aww.
2: What? I said you and
1: vampirism.
2: Well, I like vampires. At least I'm very consistent with my love of them. That's true. That is true. <laughs> this is a very consistent theme okay since I've been a teenager I have always had a thing for vampires so at least that wasn't my first choice it was my second choice but there you go that's what I would do
1: okay DVD you have one because I think uh if they said godlike powers in I think I already know what I want is it Gogamesh do you want to be Gogamesh no no he's he's annoying (laughs) he just has a lot of weapons No, no no I'm
0: just just ask it. Those aren't
1: even really powers. No. <laughs> no, no, no. My answer no, is more nuanced, thank you.
0: Oh, fancy pants. All right, so um I think because I've been on a My Hero Academia kick. Um Todoroki. Todoroki, there you go. Um his pot his powers are with one hand he can freeze things, and on the with the other hand, um, he can heat them up. So If I'm going something physically based, I think I want that because you can really like if you learn how to like maneuver and manipulate your powers, well, you can get a lot done, which I have learned watching My Hero Academia. But if we're talking like really like godlike powers, I want to say something along the lines of like Queen Serenity, like Sailor Moon's mom, where she has like these amazing healing abilities and she's able like to hold whole civilizations together but if you fuck up, she can destroy entire civilizations at the same time. So I think like that type of like ice fire, like omnipotent combo. I don't know if I should be allowed to have power to destroy
1: things, hmm. but that's what I want. Hey, you didn't put any stipulations on it.
2: Look at you, Aries coming through God of War. <laughs> you can't even help yourself.
0: <laughs> you can't even help yourself. You know what? It would have been so much quicker if I had just said I wanted to be Aries. It would have been so much quicker.
1: God of War? I mean, also, that's also a legitimate response, I think. Mine is akin to that. Um, So I want to be the Avatar, um, but not as a peacekeeper because. The Avatar
2: is not an anime, Chope.
1: Okay. Sorry. Well, I mean, I'm neither sorry. Areas... I, had, I,
2: I had to do that. I'm sorry. I don't care. I just wanted to do that because I know there's somebody out there saying Avatar is not an anime.
1: And that's I mean, come see me run up then. Okay. Um, but that's the response. I want to be the Avatar, but not really the Avatar, because I also want to blood bend, And I don't think the Avatar does that. And I also want to be able to lightning bend. I'm not sure if the avatar does that, and I also want. But
0: technically, to- hold on. But technically, you can because all blood bending is is bending that particular li- that particular liquid in a person's body. Correct. The only reason that we haven't seen an avatar do it is because they're like, oh no, that's like crossing a line, like like usurping someone's will. I was like, but if you, Chopin, are the avatar, of course we expect you to take over people's will. Of True. course we expect you to bend lightning yes. because why wouldn't you? Because
1: I'm me. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, so I'd want to be the Avatar. But with all of the other side bending, lava, metal, blood, lightning. um, Is there anything else that I'm missing? No. I don't think so.
0: But can you really be a true Avatar if you can't act, I'm like, if you can't even do those things? Like you don't necessarily have to do them, but you have to know how to do them. So I'm going to assume that Aang, before he died, like Toph must have taught him metal bending and he must have figured out lava bending. And- I'm sure he knows how to I'm sure he knows how to bloodbend even though he doesn't do it because it messed up bitch ass Katara.
1: No I don't think it messed her up she was already a bitch um yeah she's she, she was a she was a weak bitch but I think that like with bloodbending there's a certain level like there's a certain kind of overcoming that you have to do to be willing to do it and Katara couldn't overcome her inherent... And I'm going to put goodness in quotation marks. Because, like Tam was saying earlier, it was her life over somebody else's. And she almost chose somebody else's. Um, because she was too good to do a dark thing in order to survive. Okay, dummy. Um, but I don't think Aang had it in him to bloodbend, truthfully. Um, I don't. Th- I-, I can't think of any of the avatars. Maybe uh, Kyoshi the the one who had like a painted face like a geisha she seemed like the most badass out of all the avatars yeah like i wouldn't put it yeah. past her but yeah that's what i want i want to be able to blood bend and not so that i can control people but so that people understand that like i'll do it okay
0: you're not the one to mess with
1: <laughs> no yeah yeah blood bending and also like metal bending is dope as fuck
0: listen can you oh okay this is nope. this is not the episode for the the conversation about handcuffs so we're going to go to the next question before, uh, I, dig off, before I, I dig a hole wait a
2: minute wait a minute <laughs> was, see see but then, nope. you want, but then you want to come and tell people that they're problematic you right. you just cut yourself off and then <laughs> you forget that you really start these conversations and get mad when people try to take it there that's all i'm gonna say so yeah we don't, whoa, have to get, whoa, we, whoa. we don't have to get into a conversation about handcuffs but just know that i see you diva I, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about i see you
1: i guess I metal bending would be helpful if you were going to cuff someone or get uncuffed i guess i'm just i'm thinking theoretically because i personally don't have any um experience and if i did you know what are you going to do call me a liar listen no, no, you won't know
0: l- listen i am saved sanctified i am a born again virgin i don't know about okay any what's of these the things? next
2: question girl what's okay. the next question
0: since all just we're gonna just... do is
1: lie that's yeah fine.
0: like cuz lie again what's the next damn question <laughs> okay this one is from rob van dam on twitter hey rob and it says what movie <laughs> what movie of any genre would you like to see done anime style me personally, I'd love to see Back to the Future done as an anime. Thanks for having the best really? anime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> having the best really? anime really? podcast, hands down. Um, um, Back to the Future, that's that's a choice. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a response. Yes. Wow, all right, I guess. I mean No 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 shade, Rob. I I just wasn't expecting that one. Um Yeah,
2: it's not that's what it is. It's not shade, it's just like of everything you can choose. That's
0: the one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, Ooh. you know what? I'm going to I'm going to start off um does anybody remember I think it was maybe 1986? Oh, no. Fuck y'all. I was like I was born then. So. Yo, you know what? Maybe it was later than that, but it was a movie called Legend with Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. And I Tim do. Curry. Yes, yes, I do know
2: Legend.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I would love to see that one as an anime like it has like all of the components that I like. There's like Magic and there's like a damsel in distress and a boy in like little shorts like running around trying to save people. There's a unicorn, like it would make a, it would make good anime.
2: Okay, so if we're gonna st- go, on. I have two. So if we're gonna stay along the legend trope, I'm gonna say the never ending Story. Ooh, yes, Ooh, that uh, would, uh, uh, uh. I think that would be a really cool anime. Um, because I feel like the Japanese would just fuck it up and not fuck it up in a bad way, but like, fuck it up and just do some real dark shit with it. Yeah. Um, so that would be interesting. And then also one of my all time favorite movies, The Fifth Element. I think The Fifth Element would be fire as an anime.
1: Yes, it because yeah,
2: it 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 would it has the action, but then there's also those comedic elements in it that are actually funny. Um, and just like how everything is stylized and the characters and everything like that, I think that would be very dope as an anime.
1: Ooh, okay. So since we're doing like old movies and then like newer ones, um, I want to see The Princess Bride as an anime.
2: That was going to uh, be ooh. my other choice.
1: That was going to be my choice too. Because it is like... It has, like, similar to, like, what Tam said, it has, like, a little bit of romance. It has fighting. It is so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> The Princess Bride is so, like, deadpan funny to the point where, like, when anyone says the word inconceivable, like, in context, in a regular, in a regular like, scenario, I am personally laughing. Like, I get derailed in that moment. Um, so, like, it's a good mix of all the things that make anime fun. And they could spice it up. They could add a little bit more magic and stuff. Um, and then, as far as a heavy magical movie, um, I'd love to see *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe* in an anime context because, Ooh. yeah, because there is so much magic in it. And in the most recent version, it's it, it is quite dark, like when Aslan dies. Um, and I bet that they could darken up the White Witch because in the most recent movie, it's almost like they kind of. You know that she's evil, but they don't really show you as much. Like you see her turning um, subjects into stone and you know that is a type of death or whatever. But I feel like if you were to add the anime context, she'd probably do some more fucked up stuff to someone before she turned them into stone. Um, But I would really love to see that. And there's enough source material that you could add things, leave things or whatever. Just the wolves alone in The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe are fucking terrifying. So I'm sure anime could do some shit with that.
2: True. Oh, and because I love a good period piece, anime, since I'm watching Tokubaken, whatever, the new shit that I'm watching. Sorry. I, I don't, Token Rambu? Thank you. Thank you. You know, I don't, I just know what I know. I don't know. <laughs> because that, that one has like a long ass name and I'm just, it's a lot. Anyway period piece anime with good action house of flying daggers would be a yes bitch anime. oh my yes. god damn. okay hold
0: on i want to i want to jump in i would almost say not so much an anime but if you've seen thunderbolt fantasy like get some puppets to no, do that no you Thunderbolt <laughs> fantasy and you will feel me i don't want puppet. damn it i watched thunderbolt fantasy okay. i have converted many a person after what they watched am, one clip of thunderbolt fantasy So
2: happy for you but <laughs> i would like this is my vote mine, <laughs> and my vote is for it to be an anime because i feel like it would be a very beautiful period piece anime with fire ass action scenes I do not want to see puppet strings of motherfuckers flying through the bamboo trees diva no first I
0: don't. first of all you don't see the strings Girl. you just see the puppets doing magnificent things
2: okay I'm done listen I don't, I, don't want to talk okay, about it okay but actually <laughs> just,
0: whatever mm-mm. that's fine because I have one more and this is once again showing my age but um, I really really enjoyed Peggy Sue got married really and, that is so random <laughs> <laughs> shut up
2: <laughs> That's like me saying make fried green tomatoes into an anime movie one. No, but it has,
0: like, it has, like, those, like, like, those, like, like, those romantic elements. You have the time travel element. You know, you have her waking up back in her own time, you know, like, trying to rectify things and this, that, and the other. Like, it kind of, like, I get... Like your name feels like I can see like Makoto Shinkai like doing something really great with like the Peggy Sue Got Married premise. But once again, apparently I am old as fuck. So I'm just gonna end it here and say thank you, Rob Van Dam, for this question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Rob, can you can you give another suggestion other than Back to the Future, please? Thank you.
0: Yeah, hit us up on the timeline. We know you know how to do this. Like we there has to be another one that you wanna see other than Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Once again, no shade. It's just an odd suggestion.
2: Yeah, very odd.
0: I mean, it's yours. If right. You can have it. Yeah. Um, so um, our next question comes from Comics Fan for Life on Twitter. And it says, um, what anime animal sidekick would you love as a pet? Which one would you never want as a pet?
2: Oh, this is easy for me. Uh, Go for it. Because the one that you just, that I mentioned that I don't know the name of. Th- with what the, long, the one with the long Japanese name, token Samu. token rambo? Yes, the little cat thing in that. Oh my They're god! S- yes, <laughs> so cute. Love it. Want it to be my little pet, and we could eat fried tofu and like just do shit. And there's one with glasses in it that I really want. Like I want the one with glasses because I wear glasses, so definitely want that to be my pet. Um, also, the one that I don't want to be my pet any of them fucking shits from the murderous magical girl animes, okay? Please. I don't want it. Keep eat Keep Every that. single one of them. Those- Go back to whatever space-time continuum you came from. I don't need that devil business here.
0: Thank you. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to jump in because I have two that I know that I would completely love as pets, and they kind of fall along the same lines. And one is um Kirara from Inuyasha, She's, like, this tiny little, like, cat foxy thing that normally, like, sits on Sango's shoulder, but when the get-down goes down, like, she transforms into, like, this massive-ass, I think she's a cat, massive-ass cat that Sango can ride, like, into the sunset and into battle, so I, I love Kirara, and then along the same lines in Blue Exorcist, um, the priest little cat thingy that does the same type of thing where, it, like, it's small and cute and, like, walking around, Yes,
2: I, and then, like, that was my and then after choice.
0: the- and then after the priest dies, like he gets like big and like he's crying and like low-key rampaging. And they're like, yo, we need to stop him. And they're like, whoa, 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 he's grieving. Like he's not trying to hurt anybody. He's just really sad. So both of them can come live at my house because they can be small in the house and I have a nice big yard so they can like sun like full size in the yard, maybe. At least on one side of the yard, I think. Um, and as far as... um anime pets that i wouldn't want to have um i i I don't know i don't i can't think of any any anime like animal or pet that like got me and was like oh no because the only magical girl pet that i can think of is luna from sailor moon and luna was perfectly pleasant even with her british accent
1: it's like fuck cubate i'm with tam as far as deleting all those other animals um I didn't have an animal that I thought of. Actually, that's a lie. The one I thought of doesn't actually count as anime, but I'm still going to answer because what are you going to do with my ass? Um, I choose lion from Steven Universe because if I wanted to have a pet, it would be an enormous pink lion, um, who basically would let me ride them around and then would be tired of my shit, um, AKA me as a lion, um. I can't even think of animals that I can remember in any of the anime that I've seen. And I don't think it's because they're absent. It's just because my memory doesn't serve me. Um, ooh, a tie. of the Coffin Princess. That unicorn, that murderous unicorn. I would love to have a unicorn as a pet. But like one that kills? So I could ride it like a horse. So... Either lion or a murderous, <laughs> a murderous like, do you hear, unicorn. Do you hear
2: yourself right now. What a murderous <laughs>
1: unicorn,
0: girl! To ride as a you cat. have been on a rampage all episode I'm, from the blood bending
1: yeah, and now murderous unicorn. I'm a little
2: concerned.
1: Do we well, need to have an intervention? First of all, the two of you don't get to talk to me about <laughs> interventions, handcuffs, and also you know whatever anything Tam said earlier this you know earlier what? in the show. Okay. okay, nobody. But, but also, like, you don't think that having like a really dangerous unicorn, that doesn't sound cool. It sounds cool to me.
2: Yeah, I'm with the cute kitty things. Thanks. That's what I, I want. I-
1: that's why I chose lion. Lion is super cute and more or less harmless. But also, can you imagine? Like, nobody will fuck with me. I have a fucking unicorn.
2: Okay. Cut, um, cut, okay. cut base mic
1: off Yes, yes, yes.
0: Wow, okay, okay. So, thank you, Comics Fan for Life, for exposing once again how murderous Chopin is.
2: Good God. Whatever.
0: All right, that's it. So, (laughs) our next question is from Jessica, aka Chakrasheer Khan, um, who is Jesse Guest 90 on Twitter. Um, Hi, ladies. I love your podcast. You guys have put a young anime newbie onto some dope shows, and I'm so excited about the ones that are still on my list. Weird question. Now you two, I'm gonna need you to let me finish this question before you start talking. Okay? Just Sorry putting that I'm out not there. Listening. Okay. Weird question. But I've been watching Ajin, love this show, and find myself agreeing almost completely with Mr. Sato. I'm on episode eight of season two. I don't understand why Kay is so against him and I find it he's kind a of par- hard. Uh, did thought. I just say let me finish? Sorry, but I,
2: t- I mean he is a dick, so
0: it? And I was it? and I find it kind of hard to root for Kay and that weird Nicorette chewing dickhead. This <laughs> may be because <laughs> this may be because I'm kind of an anarchist and completely anti-government. But this reminds me of how I agree with Magneto from X Men ninety percent of the time, the comic and the 1990s TV show. My question for you is: Can you think of any anime villains that you kind of agree with? I mean, agree as in agree with their philosophy, reasons, or methods. If so, why? I love you all. I love seeing black women winning and you ladies are an inspiration. Oh,
2: shout out to us, black women. Fuck yes. fucking up um, black ladies. Um, actually, I'm gonna go with Mr. Sato because at first I was like, "Damn, Mr. Sato, you're doing so much." But then, like, when you really got into the nitty gritty of Ajin Season Two and you saw all the fucked up shit they were doing to the Ajin, I was like, "You know what, Mr. Sato, kill him and burn the shit down." I I feel you, like, because this shit is fucked up, and Kai. Kai honestly should be on Mr. Sato's side, but he just doesn't like the attention. He's very much like, I just want to be alone and live my life and whatever. And it's like, you can't because you are an agent. And so regardless of what you do, the government is still going to try and come for you, my guy. Like they set off, didn't they set off like a nuclear bomb or something? Um, and they were They like, were yeah, going we- to. Oh, they were going to. And they were like, yeah, I mean, we might kill some civilians, but da well sacrifices of war and shit and so i'm like totally team sato and i hope he burns the whole shit down and kills them all i don't even care anymore
1: yeah like um well you can go ahead diva
0: Okay, so I'm gonna give you two, one new and one old. Um, my new one is Dracula from Castlevania because I completely understand why he is burning the world. Ooh, yes. I completely get it. You know what's so? I'm funny. there for I it. Never,
2: I never, really viewed him as the villain, so maybe that's why I didn't choose him because I was like, no, this is completely justified. Like, no,
0: completely. Ju- I'm like, but when you when it's when it's something that could have been more easily solved. like remember Alucard was like there are better ways to do this than, why, than by wiping out humanity he became a villain when he chose to take his rage out on the whole of humanity not just the church not just like those church officials who burned his wife so that's where he I'm like because remember now like his son Trevor and Sifa are going after him so you have a trio of bona fide heroes we've established them as heroes and they're, and the person they're going after is Dracula which makes him by default the villain But I completely understand. I
2: I get that. But I'm just saying with the circumstances being that they are, even though like I know why they're going after him, in my head, I still never considered him the villain. I'm just like, I mean, yeah, y'all got to kill him because he's wilding now. Like he's way out of control and there's no talking him down. But to me, it's just like, yeah, he's a little passionate about his woman. You know, if, if, if someone did that to me, I would want my bae to bring a hellfire upon the earth. So I'm not really mad at it.
0: Oh no, I'm not mad at him at all. I'm, I completely understand. He's completely justified, but I'm like, that's, that's my new version. And my old one is, um, as everyone knows, or you should know by now, I am a huge fan of Rurouni Kenshin. And in the Kyoto arc, the, the main villain is a, um, former, um, samurai by the name of shishio makoto and his goal is to kind of take down um the meiji government because during the revolution they had him on like hitman parade like he was killing people left and right after kenshin decided that he no longer wanted to take up his sword and when he was no longer useful and became a liability they shot him and set him on fire he survived. (laughs) And after that, like he be he was on a one man mission to kind of take down the Japanese government. Now, while his methods were abhorrent, like all types of innocent people got caught in the crossfire. I understood why he did it because God damn it. I hope you set up this government. And now that you think that I know too much about all the dirt that you've done, you set me on fire. Like they shot him and then set him on fire. That's grimy. So I understand exactly where he's coming from. Granted, I will always root for Kenshin because Kenshin is cute and adorable, but watching Shishio is like, yeah, I get why you do it. And at the same time, like he took in people who came from like similarly dire straits. Like his girlfriend used to be, um, what was it? Um, Used to be a, ge- no, she wasn't a geisha. She, I think she was more of a prostitute, more so than a geisha. Um, But he took her in and, his right-hand man Sojiro was being abused by his family. Like all these like random people who would have been, who were tossed to the side in the new, in this new era, like he made, he gave them like this family structure and he protected them, which is why they, you know, stood, stood in line to protect him in return. So, you know, it may seem harsh and kind of, you know, a bit much for some, which the characters in the show readily admit it. Like, why are you, you know, putting yourself in the line of fire for him? And then you get the backstory, you know, how, you know, I was all types of fucked up and Shishio was the one who got me out. So Shishio and Dracula, those are my choices. Um,
1: villains, I rarely find myself siding with the villain. The only one I could think of was Sato. And same with Tam, like, he... He obviously was fucking nuts. Like capital F, capital N. That guy was, he was a few grapes short of a full bushel. But it's also fuck the government for real though. Like they really have people out here treating them any kind of way. And I'm with you as far as like Magneto, even though Magneto's whole thing was he didn't really care about the collective. He just wanted to see like shit get fucked up. And I think that is where I dislike Sato, because it would make more sense if he was like, okay, I'm trying to destroy this stuff for the good of all Ajin, but really he's only concerned about himself. Um, and you're wondering why Kay is such a dick, because um, he's a, he's like a teenager, like he's just fucking annoying, like teenagers are. And he says he wants to be left alone, but he couldn't keep his ass in the fucking mountains with his fake grandmother. Like he, he, he acts like everyone is just, you know, so annoying for continuing to drag him into this, but he keeps putting himself in it. He knows what to do so he doesn't end up getting snatched up, but he won't do it. So, and he's like, oh, why do I have to be like the savior? Well, nigga, you didn't decide to say your ass where you could have like been obscure. So shut the fuck up, dude. Either pick a side or not, but it's too late. You already picked one.
0: All righty, so um, that is your answer, Jessica. Thanks so much for the question. Um, so here's the next one. Whew, why do people keep asking us these damn hellscape questions? This is from Cult Chocolate on Twitter. Hey, ladies, I have two questions. The first is if you were in the world of Attack on Titan,
1: no. Would- <laughs> why is it always Attack on Titan? I would drink cyanide. What do you mean if I was in the world of Attack on Titan?
0: Hold on. It gets better. Which would you rather be without your sight or your hearing?
1: My life. What the fuck? My kind life. Of That's is?
0: what
2: I don't know. I'm not answering this. This is rude. <laughs> what? This is rude. I guess so, I would be, I, if I really had to choose um, my hearing, because you could use like visual clues to help you survive. Absolutely. Ultimately, Dude, like, what the hell? This is rude. Like,
0: like, why do you guys always choose Attack on Titan for your hellscape asked questions? Because it's the
2: ultimate it's Hellscape. S- yeah, it's super stressful. Like, the, the Attack on Titan universe is more stressful than the Lord of the Rings universe. God damn.
0: Oh my god, this is like banana balls. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna have to concur that I would probably have to go without my hearing. Because at the very least, Titans are massive. So you can feel the vibrations of them coming yep um and but, you can use uh,
2: the animals as signals
0: exactly like you can like you know you stop seeing little birds and stuff like that you get the hell up out of there but what we won't be doing is going around blind
1: Because oh, that's correct. how you die oh girl That's how you die even with the <laughs> even with the working set of eyeballs niggas are getting like debted at every turn so oh no 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 cats
0: are dying every day and in every way like why able-bodied full force fighters can't even make it out and you want to cripple you want to handicap me oh no Mm -mm. that's not love sweetie that's not love it's not Mm -mm. all right so the second the second question is if you could direct and helm a live action anime adaptation on a hundred million dollar budget What anime would you choose? And what would the movie look like? I know we pretty much established that live action adaptations are crap, but I like to hope that there are some anime that would make great live action. Um, As always, thanks for answering my questions. Cold Chocolate.
2: I think the one that I would choose has already been done. Um, I didn't see it though, but I would do Parasite because I think that whole thing was really cool and I really enjoyed it. I also would do okay, so I've three. I would do Parasite. I would do Tokyo Ghoul VA. I wouldn't do the first season of Tokyo Ghoul just because the second season had like way more action and it was way darker. Um and it was way more drama and stress. So I definitely would do that. And I would also do Seraph of the End
1: as that was a live be action one of my answers, Seraph of the End for sure.
2: Yeah, because I think those would be really good. Um, And if you know me, what would it look like? The shit would be, like, dark and dramatic. Duh. And just really beautifully done because Libra. Like, y'all would would hate it because of like, oh, God, it's so dark. But it's so beautiful. Like, look at that cinematography. Yeah, that's what it would be.
0: Yeah, cinematography ain't going to pay my therapy bills, Eh, though.
2: well... At least you couldn't you wouldn't complain that it was like a shitty live adaptation. True,
0: true. Um do you, do you wanna go Because
1: Okay. So End was gonna be one of mine. Um, because I love it. So I would love to see Princess Mononoke in a live action adaptation. Because can you uh-huh. imagine riding a giant wolf? Like, just think about it. Like a wolf princess on a giant wolf. Like, and then, like, that that other guy riding, like, a red elk. That just sounds lit. Um, especially once you start to get to, like, the fighting and the conflict. Oh, bitch. 10 out of 10. Would love to see. Um, so Princess Mononoke, the shared response of Seraph of the End. Magi, because I love magical action movies. And I really think that the scenes, like, the fight scenes with, um alibaba and um like sinbad and stuff like that i think it it gives me like lord of the rings vibes or harry potter vibes and that kind of space um but magi has enough darkness in it where it won't be too sweet you know like not too sugary or too saccharine um but it isn't so dark that it will plunge me into um a sad space
0: Okay, so for me, I'm gonna, this may sound intellectually lazy, but I'm going to actually pick Sailor Moon and hear me out. Even though Sailor Moon had a live action drama, they kind of did it in the, in the vein of Power Rangers where their monsters of the day were really, really cheesy. You can tell that it was kind of low budget and they've had a lot of um, musicals, but just like a straight through, maybe not even all five seasons. But I want to say like around maybe season three, where you meet um Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, like from three to the end of five, where you meet the Sailor Starlights, and Mamoru's kind of out of commission for most of it because he's um oh wait, this is like over this is over a decade old. He's been killed <laughs> on a plane to the United States to study abroad. Um, so you don't really see a lot of Mamoru and like you see like Usagi, she's she's an old, She's an older teenager at this point. She's about 16 at this point. And, you know, she's grappling with, you know, trying to, you know, remain true to Mamoru, but she hasn't heard from him in months. And, you know, she has this other person, you know, really, you know, showing their interest and, you know, taking her out and showing her new things. And at the same time, like, there's still like this crisis where she's trying to figure out what's trying to destroy the world this time. So I think... That maybe I'm I'm looking at perhaps like the like in a stylistically kind of the way that like Full Metal Alchemist looks, where it's it's rooted in realism, and like the magical portions of it don't overtake it, so it doesn't become kind of cheesy, in the way that it looks, kind of like the way that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like they kept too um too close to the canon, so it's kind of looks kind of buffoonish, you know. Pull it back a bit, you know, have the, you know, have the girls be the girls and, you know, and, you know, let the magic do what it does, but not have it be, like, syrupy sweet, like, too saccharine. I would love this. I would love to see, like, a grown-up version of Sailor Moon, you know, still with the girls in the same age, but, like, realizing that they've seen way too much for them to be, like, these bubbly, like, 14-year-olds anymore. Like, they're war-weary. That's what they are.
1: It actually sounds interesting. I'd like to see, like, magical girls, but... In a real context, yeah. Because, which show is good at that? Um, Madoka Magica, because who's the the time traveling one? Do you remember her name? Uh, Homura. You could tell that she's starting to like come apart at the seams, but she's trying to keep it together because she's trying to save her friend. So, like, that gives you a little bit of insight of like, oh, so this is this is the real cost of being like a magical girl. I would like to see that, like, with real people. Because then it's just a war movie, except they're in dresses.
2: Magical Girl Raising Project would also be a really good um, live action movie because it kind of does that same thing. Also because I thought it was interesting that they made um, boys able to be magical girls as
1: well. That is fascinating. I'd like that. I mean, I'd make you watch it first, and then I would watch it through my fingers.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Alrighty, so um, thank you, Coach Chocolate, for those questions. It was actually pretty good ones. Okay, that sounded really kind of shady. That's not how I meant it to sound. We appreciate the questions. They were really good ones. Uh, okay. Some are better than others. Come on. Yeah. You know what? But I'm... You know what? Fuck it. If they, if they don't
2: know <laughs> who they're dealing with by now, they don't need to be listening to us. It's also no shade. Purple? We appreciate all the questions. Some are better than others. Just That's just life. You'll be all right. <laughs>
0: All right. So our last questions come from um, our GIF goddess, Stephanie. Stephanie, hey, baby. All right. Hope you guys are having a magical weekend. So getting to it. Do you guys know if there's a Goodreads type and um site but for anime? I love to keep track of what I've seen, haven't seen, and my reviews, thoughts on them all condensed in one place. I feel like because we've moved to binge culture when it comes to TV, sometimes I see an anime months or years later and start watching it only to realize I've seen it. Um, so I'm going to stop here because she has another question after that. Um, I usually, I use, um, my anime list. I believe that's what it's called. Same. Um, yeah. And I put in everything that I'm watching, um, everything that I've abandoned, (laughs) um, everything that, you know, is on my to be watched list. Like that's in my queue. Um, it, it's been working for me for years, like way too long. I've been using my anime list for a number of years. Um, if someone out there has a better suggestion or a different one, maybe not better, but different, you know, feel free to shoot it out to us because, you know, we're always looking for new resources. Oh, there's one, I can't remember it. And if I remember it, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, that's um where I usually, that's where how I, woo, words, that is how I usually do it. All right. So she has another question for us. And what are some characters in anime that are too stupid to live?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That um, despite how irritatingly, mind-numbingly stupid they behave in battle or dangerous situations you stand for regardless. Personally, I'm going to go with things I've seen more recently. I feel like my threshold for tolerating stupid is decreasing as I get older. Lots of Toonami faves from childhood wouldn't get a second episode watch for me these days. Anyway, I'd go with Yukina from Kurumokuru and gone from Hunter X Hunter. The level of stupidity is consistently astronomical. Um, so characters that are too stupid to live that you stand for anyway.
1: Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that second part. Nobody. There's none. no one stupid. None that I continue to stand Yeah, for. none. Sorry, sis. Yeah, I can
0: yeah. yeah. Okay, so how about we just give like maybe our top three people who are too stupid to live and that we don't need to see any more of? How about that? Let's flip it.
1: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And she's very cute. Sorry, Sheree if you're listening right now. She's adorable, but she's like fucking Harry Potter. And let's, you know what? Let's just say it now. Fuck Harry Potter and also fuck Akko. Okay.
0: But at least Harry Potter has some innate abilities. Yeah, I'
2: like, is just like, I'm just so happy to be here, and I'm stubborn. And no, I have conveniently been busy during all the live tweets, um, so I have not been watching it, but I was done during the first five. So I was like, this bitch is wild annoying. And I know, you know, Diva said, take one for the team, but the universe has blessed me with making sure I'm not in the house when we have to watch it, because I can't. She Whatever. makes me she makes me want to bash my head through glass and then hope it gets in my jugular artery so I can bleed out. That's how much she gets on my damn nerves. Also, Madoka, is that the main character girl's name? Madoka from Madoka Magica? That whiny bitch. She also got a my fucking nurse. Whereas, like, the main character, I cannot remember her name, forgive me, from Magical Girl Raising Project, was kind of, was annoying. But she got her shit together because she saw, like, this is some serious business. She just managed to survive without... And having to hurt anybody but she eventually like towards the end she was like all right i gotta buck up and get my shit together till the very fucking end madoka was an annoying nitwit and i wanted to koofy smack her the entire time okay them little just don't be a whiny bitch ass bitch in anime like because your whining just makes me be like yo I feel you. I understand it's stressful, but are you going to? Are you? Do you want to die? Like the other option, because always the other option is like you dying, and somehow they never manage to die, so they just whine for twelve episodes while everybody else around them dies. And I'm like, but I like that character more than your dumbass. So those are. I'm sorry. You can tell I'm very passionate about this because that shit really. I see. Ir- it irritates me. I'd like. I don't have. Um, because just like you know anime is fantasy and it's not real but just like in real life this shit is not acceptable you can't be sitting and whining all the time you gotta get yourself together and man up like give yourself a day or two and then you gotta get over it and get your shit done These, I mean and I guess they're children but they still fucking annoying <laughs> I'm sorry I, and I have a scowl on my face too I just want you all to know that I'm scowling cause I'm disgusted oh. I'm disgusted. <laughs>
0: Oh my, oh my. Um, So I'm going to give you my unholy trinity of why the fuck are you here's? And that would be Kagome from Inuyasha, Sakura from Naruto, and Orihime from Bleach. I will keep saying it every goddamn chance I get. Come from me. I don't care. But life would be so much simpler if they were not around. There we go. Okay, That's all I got.
1: Um, too stupid to function obviously Naruto Uh, he was and continues to be completely unbearable if you've been listening you know exactly why I feel this way Um, it's rooted in facts not feelings Um, unlike some people Chisholm and he just he's the worst like he should have been dead a long time ago I don't know how he continues to be able to function through Um, Shiro Emiya Look, bro, you were nowhere as good as, like, the other masters, and somehow you still managed to function. You kept making, like, significantly bad choices, and I wanted you to die pretty early on so that the other girl who spent all her time trying to... Ray? Is it Ray? Uh Rin? Ray? No, Rin. Rin Tosuka. Ray. Rin needed to have been free of you, and if you had been dead, then she would have been able to win. Um, I feel that very strongly, like in my spirit, man. Um, so, Naruto, you are one dumb bitch. Um, Shiro Emiya, you're a loser, okay? Like, you... <sighs> they should have just, like, thrown you into a volcano, bro. Um, I'm trying to think of any other very stupid anime characters. Those are the two that shot out to me, and I chose men because LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those are my answers.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. righty. Um, so that is all that we have um, in the way of letters from our mailbag episode. Thank you guys so much for submitting your questions. If we didn't get to your question today, please rest assured that we will get to it unless we've already answered it in another form before. Like if you ask us once again, if we end up in attack on Titan, would you rather lose an arm or lose a leg? We're not answering that question. I will block you.
2: I want to know your at name so I can just personally block you. Stop that shit. Stop it.
0: (laughs) No, okay. We're not, we're not going to go that far, but if we haven't answered your question, if we haven't answered your question, there's a good chance that we've answered it in another form previously. Um, so, my best advice to you is to go back to our 2016 playlist. Start from, I can't remember when we started episode, um, the Notice Be Senpai segment, but you can always start at episode one and just coast your way on through to this episode, and you will have a wang dang doodle of a time. Alrighty, righty, ladies. So now it is time for. <laughs> Alrighty, for those of y'all who may have been living under a rock, there is a little thing called Universal FanCon, which is the first ever multi-fandom con dedicated to inclusion, highlighting women, LGBTQ, disabled people, and, pe- and persons of color, which will be taking place April 27th through the 29th of 2018 at the Baltimore Convention Center. Oh, so, I want to go. Yes, yes. So this week right here is FanCon's Anime Week. So if you are a prompt and on-time outlaw, then you will have the opportunity to live-tweet the anime classic Ninja Scroll tonight, Wednesday, August 16th at 7 p.m. using the hashtag FanConOtaku. And for the workplace tweeters among us, or if you happen not to be working on Friday, there is a Noonday Geek is Universal live chat on, um, at... Yeah, noon on Friday, the eight, August 18th, and of course all the questions and topics will be all about anime. So make sure that you're following Universal FanCon on Twitter as well as Comic Attack and the and the hashtag FanCon Otaku to keep up with all the anime week goodness. You'll be seeing, you should have been seeing actually um posts on our own timeline about Anime Week coming up, so we hope you guys participate and make it a really fun time. So um we have some um, live action adaptation news. So um, a while ago we have mentioned that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable was getting a live action um, adaptation and folks expected it to be a really big hit considering that it's based on a really popular anime and the, the manga is doing really well, but they thought wrong. <laughs> The fact surprise, that the
2: movie,
0: <laughs> the movie was actually named "But Bo- JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Diamond Is Unbreakable Chapter One," which so leads that you to believe they're
2: gonna, there's going to be more.
0: Yeah, but um, judging by its opening weekend results, um, probably not so much. Um, it was released apparently on 323 theaters across Japan um, the weekend of the fourth, and despite the anticipation um it only raked in about 166 million yen on um and it ranked 5th in its opening weekend so this is and whoever wrote this article that i got the, that i got this from was shady as fuck cuz it was like oh cuz by the way Gintama which is on like its third week is still making more money than it
1: goddamn <laughs>
0: but yeah like listen the shady boots are being worn but um most notably about this is this is the third straight box office failure for the director um takashi Mike, who um directed the live action terraformers movie and the live action blade of the immortal movie so i want to know how many more chances he's going to get to fuck it up we shall see um also if you are a um hayao miyazaki fan as you know, over the course of this past year, um, G-Kids and Fathom Events has been rolling out the Ghibli catalog along with their other theatrical events. So Castle in the Sky is up next. So it will be screening in theaters across the U.S. in a two-day event on August 27th and the 28th. The 27th will feature the English dub and the 28th will feature um, Japanese with English subtitles. Um, if you Google Castle in the Sky screenings, you'll be able to find, um, the link to buy your tickets. And in a bit of Attack on Titan news, um, there is a spinoff novel, um, called Lost Girl- Attack on Titan Lost Girls, which is getting a three episode anime ad- adaptation, which is going straight to DVD. So it should not hopefully affect, um, season three. Um, it's going to have the same production staff as the Attack on Titan television anime. It's going to be three 25-minute episodes that'll be bundled with upcoming um, volumes of the original manga. So you have um, Annie Volume 1, Annie Volume 2, and Mikasa. And the novel spinoff is basically three short stories centered around Mikasa and Annie. And they're titled Lost in the Cruel World, "Wall Sina... What was it Walsina well, Goodbye and Lost Girls? So um, those should be coming out in the first one becoming was a December 8th and then April of 2018 and then August of 29th, sorry, August of 2018. Sorry about that. And my last bit of anime news has to do with another live action adaptation. And that is the one for Ajin Demihuman. So, the live-action movie will be opening in Japan on September 30th, and it's actually looking kind of good. The official website for the film um, began streaming a new trailer, which highlights action scenes and reveals that the film will get an MX4D and 4DX screenings. So, with these systems, certain theaters will have motion seats that move in sync with certain action sequences, and similarly, certain effects such as scent, wind and mist will operate in accordance with the action on screen that's too fucking stressful no absolutely not. i don't know like i said i don't know if i'm ready for that level of intensity because ajin's already a lot
2: right i'm here for a live action adaptation because that sounds pretty fucking cool but all that extra shit
0: no no yeah so that's yeah that's my thing i was like oh this is awesome Ooh, oh moving seats and and sense like what sense like that right. i'm like are we talking Smoke, like flowers blood no this i was talking like corpses the, like what are like, we talking here i'll walk
2: out the fucking theater no <laughs>
0: And can, can you imagine, like, during, like, an intense scene and, like, you're watching, like, you're really focused and then, like, miss shoots out, like, if you happen to be, like, on the, like, on the aisle and, like, the miss know. shoots out and, like, brushes up against your arm and then you're cussing the screen and people are cussing you and there's all this cussing going on. That, I don't know. That sounds like a, a setup for a fucking fight. Yeah, it really is. us Alrighty, so... That is all that we have in the way of anime news for this week. And now we are going to make our way over to the Capo's Corner, where our recommendation Capo Chopin will tell us what we should be watching.
1: Hey, people. Um, so <laughs> I was going to say something cute, but then I like forgot what I meant to say. So just bear with me, please, friends. Um, what you should be watching. Now, if you don't have Anime Strike on Amazon, tough, okay? I know that the selection isn't as broad as, say, Hulu or Netflix, but it does have some gems, and I found one. A couple of weeks ago, I suggested Bahamut. Um, it is on, Bahamut is on Hulu, and to be fair, it was interesting, but it kind of like fell off, although the animation was very interesting. I liked that the most. Well, apparently someone took that source material and decided to expand it. So what I'm about to suggest, it's called Bahamut. um, The Rage of Bahamut uh, Virgin Soul. Why they needed to include that other bit, I have no fucking idea. But it takes place a year, not a year, 10 years or so after the series on Hulu ends. And you start off with a cutesy anime girl her name is nina she has pink hair which i really like and she's like weirdly strong like super 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 strong and she's well liked in her town in her village or whatever she she lives in the capital now she moved from her little village elsewhere and she does day labor work she is much stronger than her frame Allows, But that's like the running gag. Everyone's like, whoa, she can lift like 50 beams at a time or whatever. That's totally normal. Except it fucking isn't. Um, But the, the world building or the landscape of this current world is that you have gods, you have demons, and you have humans. And a few years ago, some humans went to the home of the gods and fucked some shit up. They killed a bunch of demons that lived up there. They took a bunch of demons hostage. They kind of upset the balance. So now you have humans that now are basically not afraid of anything because they've captured all these demons and the gods have kind of refortified themselves up in the sky. It is a very fascinating perspective because it makes you think if you lived in that kind of scenario, because currently demons are used as like slave labor, they are mistreated, um, Their wings are like crudely cut off so they can't fly away. Uh, There is a coliseum where demons are forced to fight to the death. Uh, Whoever wins, I guess, gets to fight the next time. Sometimes they'll both die and then people get really angry. You know, like, oh no, like these people who are fighting for my pleasure, like they both lost their lives. Like it's, it's truly quite gross and it makes you... It makes you question, like, how would you behave in that kind of scenario? Would you have enough grace to be like, no, you can't treat other individuals like that, even if you've been told that they're less than you, which is definitely what's going on in this scenario. So how does Nina fit in? Well, she accidentally finds herself mixed up in a conspiracy where demons are tired of the bullshit and they want to fuck shit up. Well, it turns out that Nina is a dragon. Um, she's a young girl who, when her heart races too fast, a.k.a. when she sees a cute boy, she turns into a dragon and she fucks all sorts of shit up and then she forgets that she, like what happened while she was a dragon and she just like wakes up like naked in a pile of rubble. Um, and I'm up to episode five. There's 17 episodes on Amazon, which is, I think, a considerable amount of content so you can really enjoy it. But just the kind of intrigue you have—you have this demon. He's called the Rag Demon. He like ties his face up in rags. He's kind of like a vigilante, and he goes to the homes of nobles who have demons, and he like slaughters everybody. Um, slavers, people who take demons and like sell them. Uh, demon traders, people who experiment on demons and do uh, like you know like like do testing on them. Are you seeing like the parallels maybe in Ajin or in other kinds of scenarios or even in our current, you know, our current world where you have a group of people who are, be- are a group of individuals who are being misused and everyone's like, well, that's just the way it is. That's just like the norm. And the rag demon is tired of the bullshit. So he becomes like persona non grata. Everyone wants him dead. And you as the watcher, you know who the rag demon actually is, which is very fascinating. Um, But yeah, it's, it's very good so far. And then there's like a magical kid with two colored eyes. Uh, The rag demon has a sidekick, a child demon that he saved. Apparently they had cut off the kid's wings and crushed his windpipe uh, and they were just going to like kill him and leave him for dead. So this kid is mute. He doesn't speak because his um, windpipe is crushed, but he's so cute. And he obviously has a very important role that is yet to be completely fleshed out. The current king at the time is the fucking worst. He's the one who was responsible for going up into like the demon hideout and like fucking all the shit up. He's garbage. I hope someone kills him soon. Uh, but again, I'm only on episode four or five, so we still have plenty more to go. But yeah, uh, Rage of Bahamut, Virgin Soul. Uh, I like Nina because she is kind of like a dorky girl. I mean, she fucking turns into an uncontrollable dragon when a boy gets too close. But she also is really focused on doing what's right and she actually does the right thing as opposed to just talking about it which i like and she's just she's adorable
0: what's it is this series based on the mobile phone game ranger bahama
1: there's a mobile phone game i have no idea yes yeah yes i used used to play it it. i I googled it it is
0: yeah because i used to play that game like like three or four years ago of
1: course you did
2: diva Yes, and I'm gonna
0: Faye Grand Order. What are you saying? Nothing, but I'm just like of like
2: the random arbitrary Of course you did. It's only right that you did.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that I there the fight scenes are very, very good. And the animation is it's a very the way it's animated is very unique and I enjoy it. But there's enough darkness, there's enough seedy underground where you're not just gonna feel like it's like sugary sweet all the time. But it's, it's very well balanced. Um, and also you already have numerous characters that you can hate because you hate everyone who's complicit in this system that's built on demon labor. And you're just like, y'all are trash. I, I hope the rag demon kills all of y'all. Oh my goodness. already So what? You'd love it. I don't know why you're acting like this.
0: No, no, no. It's actually on my list. It really is on my list. But we all know how the cues get the cues along as fuck. <laughs> True. It's like I'm... I'm I'm just trying to keep afloat sometimes. No, but the the mobile game was really good up until my guilds went like inactive, like one by one people started like falling off. Um so then that's when I stopped playing Rage of Bahamut. Um but Fate Grand Order if you are in the mood for a mobile phone game, um Fate Grand Order is pretty good. It's based on the Fate Stay the Fate Stay universe. Ooh. Yeah, let me tell you, I have, let me tell you, Gilgamesh is an hat in the game, the way he is in the goddamn show, and every time I have to fight against Gilgamesh, it makes me mad, it makes me mad, because I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, you know, I've been leveling up my characters, I feel good, I feel good, I feel good, and here come Gilgamesh and his fuck-ass noble phantasm, killing everything on the goddamn screen, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> And I think they even have um, an anime based on this um, mobile phone game, too. I think it's, I believe it's on Crunchyroll, Fate Grand Order. Yeah, hmm. it's cute. righty so I believe we have reached the end of this episode of Outlaw Bars. Um, thank you, everyone who joined us um, on Saturday to wrap up Little Witch Academia and that flaw-ass cliffhanger.
1: <sighs> you knew it was just- coming, and I was just like, whatever, fuck y'all
0: i was i was I was upset, I'm like, you know what I'm like, yeah, they're gonna wait a minute they're they're just gonna end now, but it's the way in which um I did a bit of googling after I went on a tirade um it's the way in which Netflix kind of licensed the series um in comparison to the way that Japan releases the series, so like they grab like the first thirteen episodes when they should have waited for the first twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> There should be more episodes um, this coming week, but listen, I don't believe people till I see that stream rolling. I'm sorry. Um, unrelated, the net, the anime that is coming to Netflix for the fall
2: looks fire. I was indeed. watching, I was watching some previews the other day, and I was like, "Ooh, bitch,
0: I'm ready." Which ones? And so was, and um, so was Outlaw Views. <laughs> um,
2: I will talk about them in more detail on our next episode.
0: Look at that! So now you have to come back, folks. You got to come back. Um, so thank you everyone, like I said, who joined us for Little Witch Academia. If you have any, any suggestions of your own for Outlaw Views, um, you can hit us up at Outlaw Bars Pod on Twitter using the hashtag Outlaw Views, or you can, um, send them to us via email and the email address is outlawbars at com. If you would like to chat with me about any number of things, um not handcuffs because that's not what saved and sanctified girls do you can reach me at deadly diva
1: oh and you can reach me chopay at simply chopay on the internet um i don't like like diva so i guess we can talk about normal okay stuff.
0: first first of all first of all hey it guys is the truth because i believe hey
2: guys it. you can reach me tam at bruja Bantan on twitter how so try to call so me a damn liar. I just needed to increase the peace So you can find your girl
0: Tam at Boo on late Alright, thank you guys for joining us and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Ciao.